This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome back to the North Georgia Life Podcast. This is Jake, your host. In today's episode, we are at Cloudland Vineyard and Winery in Buford, Georgia. Now, when most of us hear Buford, Georgia, we don't normally associate that with really good wine and beautiful uh, vineyard scenery, uh, but that's what you have. And it's funny because I was sharing the location of the uh, property with my wife, and we have, I don't, there's no telling how many times we've driven past it and didn't even know it was there, uh, because partly because of the topography, uh, which we get into um, why they're exactly where they are um, in, uh, in, in the, the topography and the geography of the area. Uh, we get into that in the episode. Uh, but also, unless you're a passenger uh, and you're really kind of, not interested in the person that's that's driving, um, uh, you're going to miss it because of the way the the, the road um, traverses that that area. So, uh, I mean, just insanely convenient to get to. Like it is so it, it's the most like off the wall location in terms of just you don't even know it's there, and then it's there, and you're like, how have I not seen this? Um, just because of what I just said. Um, the other thing, and I was, I was uh, sharing this with a friend of mine that, um, that I love about uh, these small business owners that we are, are giving some airtime to, um, is whether you are in this industry or not, if you go back, uh, uh, I mean, since we started, uh, we kind of run through some of the same uh, uh, thought patterns and uh, maybe not the same questions exactly, but the entrepreneurial and business lessons and uh, it is like if you took the the bullet point nuggets from uh, from when we started to this you could probably teach a master class um, to executives and and just blow their hair back because it is there are so many good life principles um, business principles entrepreneurial you know basics you know from from a you know basic info uh, and and um, kind of rudimentary foundation stuff to just just the nuances that life experience and business experience can only give you um, and for me in that in, in my phase of life and in, in business and just kind of journey through the world um, it's it is something I absolutely love about this um, a lot of these people are uh, that we're interviewing are are quite frankly brilliant in their own industry um, and so if nothing else getting some of that that you can uh, use and apply in your life uh, share with others that, that can help them in their business um, you know the, the more lives and, and families and businesses we can improve in our North Georgia area, uh, the better. So, um, and hey, if you just want like, if you want to give your taste buds some like a dose of revolutionary joy, I don't even like. I'm I'm just the trademark pending. Do not steal that. That is my that is my coin phrase. Revo- revolutionary joy. Their flagship wine that we talked about on the episode, uh, kind of towards the end of the episode, y'all revolutionary joy in your taste buds i don't even know it's it's so good and yet so unlike any red wine i've ever had i don't even know uh almost like uh like um a 
Petitsara, a Tempranillo, and a Malbec had like a wild night together or something like that. I don't even know. That's probably not even close. So don't don't judge my palate. Um, it's not that good. But but the wine is, is, is absolutely amazing. Like it is beautiful scenery. Um, if Hey, if you're going to go and you want to hang out, just email me. <laughs> we, we will come hang out uh, because there's something just very serene and relaxing uh, about the the property and it's like i said it's so stinking convenient to get to it's it's insane when you get there when you when you put it in your map you're going to be like no i've been by this like uh, you know a lot and there's it's not there this is I, I need to recalculate no no you just need to make a right so with that, we're gonna go ahead and get started. You know how to find us on Facebook, Instagram, North Georgia Life Podcast, um, North Georgia Life Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to email us and tell us when you're gonna go and hang out, uh, if our schedule allows, we would love to come and hang out with you. And uh, with that, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It's Jake, your host again. And today we're at um, what I think is a growing area attraction in uh, my neck of the woods. Uh, we're here in Buford, Georgia with Sean Wilborn, who's the owner of Clownland Vineyards and Winery. And it has taken me, I don't know, probably nine months to get around to scheduling this because uh, I, I keep literally about every six weeks or so, I feel like another one of our friends is having a conversation about this place that they've been to and raving about it. And I was like, it is right. It is literally right down the road for me. Why, why have we not come here? So uh, we're here today. So, uh, Sean, thanks for your time. I know Absolutely. this is a, a busy time for you guys in the, in the wine world. So I appreciate your time. We'll, we'll try to be in and out as quick as possible. No, so, no. My uh, pleasure. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into uh, to this business, what brought you here? Did you grow up on a farm? You know, yeah. any of that. Yeah. No, I, you know, as a kid... I remember strumming on a plastic guitar uh, at five, six years old in my garden on hot summer Georgia nights, you know. I've always been in the garden as far as I can remember and being outside, building things, working with my hands and, and entrepreneurial spirit too. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of those things basically born with just never could quite figure out what to do with all that you know yeah. as i'm i'm, I'm yeah, you know they, they don't really teach you a whole lot of what to do with the entrepreneurial gene in school yeah yeah unfortunately uh i was in real estate actually okay. in florida i had gotten out of college uh was flying airplanes and and uh 9-11 kind of happened and so the, the the aviation business was pretty much put on hold and so right around that same time is when real estate really started to take off and I just kind of got fell into it. And in one of those kind of entertaining dinner type of environments, finally just said, man, I'm, I'm exposed, I'm vulnerable. I don't know what the heck I'm doing around all these people when they talk about wine, I need to learn a little bit, you know? Yeah. And so the next opportunity happened to be at a beach bar in Flagler Beach where I lived. Instead of going for my classic uh, Corona light, I said, <laughs> well, let me, let me try this glass of Chardonnay. And uh, it, man, it was in that moment. I just, I remember sitting at the bar, you know, waves crashing behind me going, dang, man, this is it. This is everything, all the passions that I have in life 
wrapped up in one. Wow. Start a business in this, and I could live, or I could die. You know, I could totally just <laughs> but be, you'd happy. be happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that was kind of it, man. The bug hit me, and it just never went away. Yeah. And here I am. And you were how old then? I was early 20s. I was probably wow. 24, somewhere around there, 23, 24. And I start, it started as a hobby, winemaking, buying kits. And then I'm like, man, I can't, I can't be buying kits. I gotta work with real grapes. Yeah. So I started buying fruit, buying grapes. And I'm like, man, I can't be buying somebody, uh, someone else's grapes. I gotta grow my own grapes. And so it just like grew into this crazy, horribly out of control hobby, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's yeah, a great way to state it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just kept it a secret. I didn't tell anybody because you know I think human nature, I think we're all just built that way, is to either, you know, whether what the whether the intention is is to looking out for your friends or person's best interests or what, but. Uh, you know, it's a good way to uh, squash any dreams yes. or or ambitions by telling someone what your goals are when yeah. they're really big. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I just kept it a secret, didn't tell anybody, and just one. I didn't have any money. All I had was time, and so I just took a long, long time. You know. Wow. So. Uh, and you started. You started with with what in terms of uh vines plants yeah so the idea was i gotta find a cool place but i'm in a little bit of a conundrum because i'm broke and i don't even have a house (laughs) so i gotta figure out first how to get a house but i gotta have some land to be able to grow some grapes and do this thing you know so uh, in 0809, moved up here with the quiet intention of I'm gonna do this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm yeah. moving back home. You know, I was born and raised here. 0809, moved 09, moved back up here. Started scouting, searching, and uh, really the first I was following what everybody else was doing, which was going up to Delonica, and I was yeah. looking for property up there. Actually, went under contract on on a piece of property up there, and fortunately, it kind of fell through, but. In that whole time period, I was researching grapes and growing some stuff. Just really landed on a really cool grape that was really intriguing. And it kind of set me free from having to be in the mountains or up in the North Georgia region, far up North Georgia region. I could be down here, you know. Mm -hmm. And then that opened up my mind saying, you know, why not be right smack dab here in the urban sprawl? At the time, it wasn't quite so urban, but but yeah. still, you know what a what a great location. And if this great can can do well here, well then, heck yeah, why not? And so, uh, I started looking back down around home, where I'm more familiar, down mm-hmm. around Buford area, and that's uh, that's kind of how how we ended up in this in this area. But uh, started with. Uh, trying to piece together that that conundrum of finding a home and a piece of land and in 2011 this this property here where we're located now it wasn't available it wasn't for sale i just i used to drive by this all the time as a kid and i love the 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 unique mountain views that you got from this site it's the only place anywhere around here where you actually see the mountains you know it's yeah it's like here and the falcons training facility exactly like those two places and that's it that's it exactly man and the reason for that is we that is the center line of the Eastern Continental Divide that runs right up the the east side of 985. Mm. So that ridge that goes from Falcons all the way to where we're sitting right Right. now is the, in fact, the tasting room 
bifurcates the the center line of the of the ridge so one side of our vineyard the watershed ends up in the gulf of mexico and you walk out the other side of the tasting room and that vineyard ends up in the atlantic ocean wow so this is kind of the dividing line of that and 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 so it's a the brevard fault uh, which also runs all the way up in through north carolina it, it provides this unique just huge elevation jump from what is an average of about 900 feet in our area 900 to a thousand feet in our area up to 1300 feet mm-hmm. where we are so we sit like 300 feet above all the other land around us and so the benefit just happens to be that it's an epic place to grow grapes we got amazing air circulation we're the first place where rain drops and so you're the the first place where rain moves away from if Mm -hmm. you're down the ridge well then you're taking rain rain. from vertically down but then you're taking rain that's running down off the slope above you well we're at the top of the ridge and so we're just dealing with the rain that's coming from the sky and we dry out really really quickly for that reason and that's that's really good for grape growing and the views are amazing location uh convenience wise is amazing for us humans so it just turns out to be an amazing spot so when i when i first heard you guys were here uh it was like in buford yeah like what but the 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 water element that was one of the first things i said uh earlier today was you know this rain is not a friend of of um uh, of grape growers Um, yeah and uh but understanding the elevation part of that um it it makes total sense yeah um so you just we're we're unique in the location because you are literally a hop skip and a jump from the interstate so super easy to get to um Mm -hmm. and uh you're you're unique you're the only one here yeah um, yeah and how, so so what was that the grape that you started with what grape was that it's called Lamanto. it is an amazing grape it's really a game changer for us as southeastern growers you know i i think the, one of the big things that i realized i when i moved up here in 08 09 of course the economy was totally in the tank yeah and I, I, every job that I got, the company that I worked for would go out of business, you know. So I just kept finding myself bouncing around trying to, and every time I was pushing down this idea of going and doing this and, and, and following this dream, you know, when I finally kind of got into realizing, okay, I'm going to go do this, I went to work into the business. And the winemaker that I worked under basically just, killed my dreams of growing Sangiovese mm-hmm. and and all the classic varieties yeah. that I love to drink, you know. I had in my mind I was going to grow the wines that I, I enjoyed to drink. Right. And I think that's a lot of times the the mistake we make as growers is we we plant what we drink. And that 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 doesn't work, you know. Uh to your point, you know, we get excessive rainfall. We're we're in the top 10 highest states of rainfall in, in the in the country that's not a good environment uh, for 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 wine grapes you know mm-hmm. and so trying to find a, a you know to put a cabernet sauvignon in the in the ground here you you set yourself up for a little bit of a a, a big time uphill climb because most people know what cabernet sauvignon tastes like from regions like california mm-hmm. or or france and those are delicious cabernets you know and when you taste our cabernet sauvignon 
if, if done well, it can still make a, a decent wine, but it's not going to taste anything right. like Cabernet yeah. Sauvignon, like the you know. The familiarity that people associate with what it should taste like, and yeah. you're calling it the same thing. Yeah. Where if it was just a different name of a grape, then all of a sudden you're Exactly. Like, oh, I like that, you yeah. know. But so, so you really do set yourself up for some failure there. A gentleman from uh, 1800s who has an amazing history, uh, a bit of a hero in viticulture in, of that time, uh, cross-pollinated all of these native grape varieties with European grape varieties in an effort to one, crack the code of what grows well here in this new world that we've been trying to figure out since the 1600s, you know, bringing grapevines over uh, on the boat, putting them in the ground and them not doing well. Uh, so that was one, another motivation of his work was to, to, to make the perfect harvest sequence for, for grape ripeness. But anyway, this Lamanto was one of hundreds of grapes that he created in cross-pollinating and it's a cross between uh, Malaga, which is a Spanish of the same Muscatel, uh, Moscato family of, of mm-hmm. parentage of grapes, and um, uh, a grape that, that's actually native to the Texas, North Mexico region. Hmm. And it makes this really cool wine. We've had people from Barolo, Italy, uh, Provence, France, uh, California, taste Lamanto and go, oh my God, this is amazing. We would drink this back home like crazy, you know? So to have people with good palates from regions of premium wine taste Lamanto and go, wow, that is cool. I knew knew we were onto something. And that's why we really went big and heavy on it and just planted. We're up up to five acres now. Next year, we've got another four acres going in and just like really going heavy on this along with some other really promising grapes that we've discovered how many acres is the property here we're uh, about 11 and a quarter acres yeah so you've got about half of that a little less than half planted yeah yeah so next year we'll put another two acres in the ground here on this site and then we've got some other sites uh off up up just just here north of us scattered around the area but uh another another really promising site north of us that we're going to plan on next year but uh you know what's really cool to see all the development going on the real estate growth around here a lot of you know warehouses and commercial and industrial things going on it was a message that we wanted to send to property owners and the, the community to say you know this is an area worth believing in this is an area worth building community in right and doing something really unique with your property, you know, that dry, that that does build revenue, that that does build value, can really be a benefit to uh, a landowner. Uh, and so that's a message we're trying to continue to to send to landowners out there. You know, we need more fruit in Georgia. We want to be a Georgia wine industry, right. but not bringing fruit in from other states. You know, right. we want to we want to grow Georgia fruit. So this was kind of our attempt to put this massive farm right in the middle of an urban landscape and go hey you can do this too you know there's other ideas there's other things that you can do with your property even if it is smack dab in the middle of uh you know the city why not put some 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 agricultural activities on you know i love that it's um we you're a thousand percent right we need uh, we need more of that. Being in re- in the real estate business, like I, I I've, I've been just familiar with development for a long, long time. And but some of the development around our area 
just honestly just makes me sad. Yeah. It just, I mean, it, like seeing a forest taken down mm-hmm. and a just giant box being there. Yeah. Like, I never thought that would really make me sad. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a, like you said, it, it's a reflection of the demand and the growth in the area. So there's going to be some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's where uh, having elements like this, uh, you know, some of the things that some of the local chambers of commerce, some of the cities are doing to really try to preserve and build the community elements and the, uh, you know, green spaces and things like that. So it's not all concrete brick and mortar. Yeah, um, I agree. It's, it's, you know, it's so, so important that we build community and having a, having a land plan is good going back and checking uh frequently if we're on the right track as a community uh does that land plan still make sense for where we are and where we're going and in the community being involved you know us getting involved you know i'm like you i being in real estate and being a part of that development some of it i agreed with some of it i didn't and those thoughts that go through your head like how can i be a part of, how can i can i change this or sway this well we absolutely can, you know, but it, it, it definitely takes an effort. I want to go back to the, the entrepreneurial um, thing because uh, I think there's one of the, the I don't know, the, the, the jewels of, of this podcast is I, I end up talking to a lot of people that have the same gene and there's some common threads between mm. people, um, but there's also, you know, everybody's in a different place mm. uh, in their business, a different place in life. Um, you know, had different goals or ambitions going into it. So um, having having that unity of, of, of the <laughs> the gene, if you will, mm-hmm. but then obviously having diversity around that. If you had to go back in time mm. to, you know, that, um, what did you say, you were 24 when you were in that bar with yeah. the glass of Chardonnay? Yeah. So <laughs> if you had to go back in time to that, what would you um, do sooner? What would you avoid doing? Any, if you could go back, uh, to young, <laughs> yeah, Sean, <laughs> young yeah, Wilburn. They, yeah. Um, what would you, uh, what would you do, uh, or what would you say to somebody who's in that place of having that, you know, the big dream and have and absolutely no idea how to get your arms around it. You know, it's not like the family trade yeah. where you've got, you know, your grandpa, right. was, your dad was, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely a fresh start. Some, <clears throat> some people fall into it that way. If if it's truly your own, you know, from scratch kind of thing, it can be daunting. And I think the mistake we make is putting a timeline or a table on it. Ambition is good, uh, focus and, and goals are essential, but uh, being human and, and, and understanding that you're human and, and the elements of living life on earth are real, let them be, let them happen. You know, a lot of times when we fight the current, uh, we exhaust ourselves to, to, to the end. Uh, when if we just stop fighting and go with it sometimes, our energy, we can decide when to pulse that, that hard energy and, and then decide to, to, to lay off. And I think for me, I, I always joke, and I've been quoted saying this, but, but you know, if you don't have time, you better have money. <laughs> and if and if you don't have money, well said. yeah. If you don't have money, you better have time, you know. And it's so funny the, the relationship with time and money, and we all are 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 you know experience that. 
And so for me, I think putting in the work is really important. And if you are someone who is not afraid of work and you have believed in yourself that I can do this, you yeah. know, I, I'm the one that can build that or I'm the one that can piece that together. No one knows better than you. Yeah. And don't ask, don't ask anybody what they think because they don't know you. Yeah. They don't know your abilities and inside your head. So some things are, are, are good. Have, a, have, have someone that can listen but not speak, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Because every <laughs> once in a while you do need an outlet. But I, I really can't emphasize enough, like, keeping things close to your chest and not really sharing is is not from a from a being a secretive standpoint. It's protecting your goal. Yeah. You know, if you if you want to do something crazy big, you know, Elon Musk, uh, you know, talking like I'm gonna I'm gonna build a, my own spaceship company, or I'm you know, in the face of the Fords and the Chevrolets, I'm gonna build a battery powered vehicle. Right. You know, that's crazy talk. That's easy to you know to just poo poo all over that. Yeah. And 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 if you hear that enough. We question ourselves daily enough to continue to go back to that trough and get more. Well, then you're just asking to be beat yeah. up, you know. So I would say, give yourself time. Know that it's going to take time. Don't put a time, put a goal, but don't necessarily put a, a, a timetable on mm-hmm. it. This took me from the time I decided in my mind I was going to do it to the time we opened. Uh, it took me over 10 years. I mean, yeah. this was like a literally over 10 years of work trying to to get this off the ground and, and not having money, you know, being being creative. Uh, you know, real estate's a great way to, to leverage business. Uh, you know, a bank is not going to loan you money to start a business yeah it really needs to be your sweat equity and and your your effort going in if someone sees that you've put the the education in and you are the master that would be the final thing i would say is be a master in what you're doing like i went off and i I left my career i made 12 dollars an hour went from being a financial advisor to making 10 12 dollars an hour in a vineyard just to learn, start learning the business. And I worked my way up through the industry, learned everything that I could. Mm-hmm. So that would be that would be the things like you know, put the work in, do the work yourself, go be a master in it, tell no one, <laughs> and 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 uh, yeah, just uh, don't don't give up. Just take those small bites. Yeah. You know, everybody's you know, you hear that cliche like, how do you eat an elephant? Uh, it really is. It, it's just like those one little small little bites at a time and uh and you'll get there i i love this as much as anything else in in my my life and world because i get to um, have those themes reinforced and say okay if i ever think i'm the only one who thinks like this i'm really not the only one who thinks like this um (laughs) so a couple things that i would i would um infiltrate and echo in what you just said is one of the things that I um, have become keenly aware of over really the last couple years of my life and something that I've tried to uh, reinforce in you know my circles of influence for anybody who asks or will listen is be aware of the thieves in your life Mm. meaning yeah the things you do you know where does your time go like Mm -hmm. you said time or money yeah, and and I I literally had this conversation with somebody in the last two weeks uh, because it was like I, I wasn't 
regularly going to something that I used to regularly go to, not because anybody did anything wrong or whatever, but I just, I started having this, if, if it does not build margin in my life or make me money, yeah. and I don't, I don't love money, but I, I love the margin that money gives yeah. you when you have a really busy life and world. Yeah. So, so it was just a matter of like, I just have to start filtering these things. Is this thing I normally attend, does it make me money or does it build margin in my life? And right. if it doesn't, I just need to start saying no yeah. to some of these things that are good things. They're not, I mean, it's not bad things. It's like, I like going. That's why I always went. Yeah. But it was just like, okay, I'm fighting, I'm fighting for like an extra three hours in my week. Yeah. I got to, I got to find gotta it somewhere, find it. Yeah. you know, and, it, and for some of us, it, it's those, you know, it's, it's a budget thing. So, you know, sit down with your, your bank statements and your credit card receipts and like, what are the thieves in my world? Like, yeah. in, in honestly, some of it, it's going to be people. It's like you have, you know, it's, it's hard to say when I'm in the people business, but there's some people that, you know, the conversation takes an hour and a half. Yeah. You walk away every single time with absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. They're asking you for advice they don't take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, at some point, this is not a good use of either of our lives and time. Right, um, So yeah. be aware of those thieves. A lot of us in this day and age, it's what we're watching on a screen. That is one of the yes. biggest thieves in, in our, in oh our modern gosh. culture. Totally. Um, the, the second thing was um, something that I share. So some, one of the things I do with... Um, agents in our office is go through um, vision boards and I I never I, I thought this was the biggest stupid idiot craft you know practice on the planet until I started hearing um, the same thing from people like John Maxwell Steve Harvey and Oprah and Ed Milet and all these different people uh, Elon Musk you know that had these vision and they're in different industries they're super high achievers and they all had these same common core things, and this was one of them. And so I started kind of uh, doing this a few years ago, and then it's just like, I'm like, um, I'm, I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot for not doing it. Uh, but when I share, when I share this with um, new agents, I, I say almost exactly what you said. I said, this, everything on here is just hard work plus time. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. It's, there's, there's nothing. I'm not trying to figure out how to levitate. You know, it's like <laughs> nothing is outside the realm of physics. It's just hard work plus time. And the reality yeah. is some of this stuff that's big, crazy dreams, this is like connecting two conversations. Yeah. Some of this stuff is that simple. Right. Um, some of the things that I want to, you know, do and, you know, build and I was like, I, I, I need you know, way more money than I've ever had in my whole life. I said, but the reality is, I said, if I drew a radius around, you know, wherever I'm standing in this area, I said, there's hundreds of people who could write a check for a million dollars and not feel it. Mm -hmm. There's hundreds of them. I only need four or five of them to connect with. Yeah. And you so you start in for, for, for your comment about, you know, sharing your dreams with people. My a a thousand percent on board with um, with that because most people have given up dreaming in life. Yeah, and and those are not people that are generally going to do anything positive in your world or for your future or for your present for that that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And the what my encouragement would be for anybody who has the the ambition, the dream, um, regardless of what phase of life, quite frankly. Um, is find other people 
that have in great if they're in the industry uh but sometimes people in the industry aren't so open to share so Mm -hmm. but it's people outside that industry that can give you those themes of Mm -hmm. um you know doing your research like not like for a weekend for like probably a couple years like yeah (laughs) consistently like make this something that you actually delve into um, so that you become an expert, yeah. but then surround yourself with people and have uh, mentorship relationships with people uh, that have, have, have gone through the, the, the roads that you're going, even if it's in a different industry, because they will be the ones who, they're the ones who chased and fulfilled their dreams or are in the fulfillment of it, but then they're the ones that will be um, not the dream crushers, but like mm-hmm. the, uh, will the help wind you. in your sail. Yeah, they will help you guide the ship right, mm-hmm. not just say you're never going to get there. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, absolutely. You need that. You need those those moments of encouragement. Those moments when the sweat, the dirt, the the the, the empty pockets, the nothing to show for. You know, to to be on your knees and you know to lift your head up. And, and you need that fresh, cool breath. Having, having, having that goal, and you, you, you mentioned like a vision board or you know, something like that, it is a plan. Like you can't just go aimlessly into something. You literally have to spend time and like really truly, someone can give you a path, but it doesn't make sense because they don't know your life. Like, and it takes mind time it takes time to be inside your head to sit there literally with a piece of paper i've got a rolled up poster board right there mm-hmm. and v- doing visual work is is critical because you have to you have to see the, the where you are where the goal is and map out all of the things that are real in between you and that goal and then slowly figure out all of the little obstacles and how to get around them to get to that goal. And, and you can't do it unless you really truly have that plan. It's really no, what you described is no different than building a house. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like you gotta you, you gotta know who your contractors are. Yeah. You gotta know what your pricing is. You gotta know what your materials are. You need to know exactly. what what the order of sequence is. Yes, the, you know the check marks you go through. Order of sequence too. Yeah. Yes, is is oftentimes the the most complicated to get your head yeah. around. You know, but once you get that piece, yeah. man, that's that's kind of the final piece. Because then now you can put that foot forward or push off and start yeah. rolling you know so yeah. let's talk about what you guys have as far as um events um you know opportunities for um you know private things things you guys have open to the public on the calendar we got big plans here for sure uh you know we wanted to start out authentic farm winery growing everything making everything uh right here on site we wanted to we wanted you to sit in the farm right so we didn't we didn't want you to be like inside some some fancy uh place when you come here you're gonna sit in my shed which was my shed the dream box you know (laughs) you know you're gonna sit in the middle of the vineyard and you're gonna be in the middle of what we do here we grow we're farmers first peek into the production room see see where we make the wine and be engulfed in 
the, the, the wine farming aspect of how do we get this delicious beverage, mm-hmm. you know, in our glass, you know, it's so easy to get removed from all of that and, and forget that. And so this was our, our attempt of the experience being driven by, by that and our team of just incredible, you know, hospitality. When you get here, we do tastings, we do wines by the glass, by the bottle. Uh, and then we are, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, I, I was strumming a guitar and in my garden at like five or six. So to, to make the dream complete, I had to have live music here. Yep. So we do uh, some really, we're as serious about our live music scene as we are about our wine farming. And I could go on for days about our wine farming philosophy and our, and our minimalist approach to winemaking. Uh, but we're as, as geeky about uh, building a really killer music venue for up-and-coming artists, traveling, touring artists to come through. And so Friday nights we have live music starting at 5. Saturdays, uh, live music starting at 5 with food trucks. And our Saturdays are reserved for touring artists. So we have mm-hmm. some pretty big names that, that come through uh, on, on our Saturday list. So... Uh, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, soon our website will be uploaded and the calendar will be there. But in the meantime, each, at the beginning of each month, we release a, a music and food truck calendar. And uh, we also do some, some wine events, wine uh, education events, and those will also be posted on our, our, on our social. But really, the, the, the theme here is, you know, come relaxed and your flip-flops and get over here and just relax this is you know not a pretentious winery we want you to come and feel comfortable to ask questions and learn about wine you know Mm -hmm. wine is such a for some reason like our parents and grandparents did a fantastic job of making wine the snootiest snooty little snoot thing (laughs) you know it's just laughable really but uh you know our goal is to peel that away uh that veil of snobbery and make this just a really cool laid-back environment to come and and meet new people uh become a part of the community and 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 find some new wines that you like you know discover some new grape varieties uh we do all single vineyard single grape variety wines so we want to taste what does that grape taste like from that site and it's cool you get to taste some really cool stuff we have two cab francs one from virginia site that we grow on and one from north georgia in the dahlonega plateau uh, we have a viognier that we grow in virginia and a viognier uh that we grow on the dahlonega plateau uh so you get to compare you know same grape different site it's just cool stuff how many different varieties do you do you serve here yeah here? so typically uh, we're no less than five or six are on our on our menu at any given time uh we like to be at about seven or eight so right now i think we've got about about seven or eight wines on the list that you can try uh we grow nearly everything that we produce but we're not quite we've not hit our goal of of that yet which is growing everything 100 percent. so we seek out some like-minded growers growing some cool stuff and so what we don't grow we source from other growers in georgia and then like i mentioned we have a a long-term lease on an amazing vineyard site in northern virginia Mm. we drive up there co-manage that site drive the fruit down here and produce it right here in the room next to us wow uh 
And that, that's a really, really cool, been a great supplement. While we continue to build our vineyards here uh, in the area, that helps us have some really cool, we want to be 100%, if we can't be 100% Georgia, we at least want to be 100% East Coast. Yeah. And uh, that helps us do that until we can hit our goal of, of being 100% Georgia, so. So a question I like to do before we wrap up um, every episode is uh, called lightning round, which is a question that has nothing to do with pretty much anything we talk about. <laughs> um, so current favorite musical artist, and oh, if, if you were a prize fighter, what would be the intro song that you would come out to that would get you? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Two in the musical world since you talked about a couple musical things. Dang, man. I am such a music freak, and I'm talking like spectrum from one end to the other. Uh, Eric Whitaker is uh, this really cool uh, composer who uh, r- writes his own choral uh, music. And I'm oftentimes like listening to that. I know that's weird, but and then all the way from like Herbie Mann, funky flute jam, just funk, nasty funk, filthy funk. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm a big Grateful Dead fan. Huge, always, always coming back to Grateful Dead, uh, bluegrass. Uh, so let's see here. A simple question I've made complicated. I think I think right now. Um, if you were to pull up the playlist right now, what I'm jamming to most often is it's Parcels, I think, probably a really cool band. If you've not heard Parcels, kind of a new group out of Australia, bringing back this old pseudo-funk, uh, early Michael Jackson kind of vibe. You know, really good, really good stuff. Parcels. So I'm check, writing this down. Check that I'm out. Yeah, P A R C E L S. Parcels. That's that's some good music. And I find my mom even kind of tapping, bobbing her head to it. So <laughs> if like intergenerational and my mom are jam, it's kind of like Bob Marley. Everybody loves Bob. That's you know? right. So yeah, Parcels is kind of has. Everybody that goes through a Bob Marley phase in their life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You never really. Hopefully, you never that's move right. too far from it. And if I'm coming out championship fight, holy moly, I think it's going to be fish and it's going to be uh, 2001, I think is the name of the song. Jeez, man, my brain just went blank and all my fish fans are going to be like, bro, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> this may, that may be the best lightning round answer ever given. Um, for, for, for listeners, I'm staring at the best fly swatter I've ever seen in my life. You have a leather fly yes. swatter. Nothing, nothing. Because don't play. That's right. <laughs> don't play. No. All the sm- not silicone, not plastic. The freaking thing is leather. Yeah. Char- is awesome. Charmin, Charmin toilet paper in the bathroom. That's right. I mean, all the details oh, here man. for sure. Um, give us a quick rundown on your hours, normal operation. If somebody wants to come, um, you know, come by on the fly if somebody wants to come uh, plan a special event and if somebody just wants to come by and grab like oh my gosh we got this thing and i forgot to get something to bring what's the do you have a do you have a flagship bo- uh, bottle of wine or sure. something that was is like i've never tried it before but gotta have this everybody loves it and i gotta have it yeah yeah that answer probably the lamanto it's our flagship grape it's kind of our unique unique differentiator and it's 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 kind of what we're trying to do for, you know, Napa has Cabernet Sauvignon, 
Tuscany has Sangiovese, you know, what do we have in the southeast? And so we're, we're, we're trying to identify what is our region good for, best yeah. known for. Lamonto, we feel like is a really good candidate for, for answering that question. So I would say the Lamonto, all of our wines are dry, uh, so we don't really do much in, in the sweet wine category. Uh, and we try to make smoking good wines. All of our whites, all of our reds, we wanna make super premium Georgia wines. So uh, most people, when they come here, they like all of our wines. I would say Lamonto typically goes, wow, yeah, that one stands out. So, but uh, we're, we're closed Monday, Tuesday, so don't, don't come Monday, Tuesday, but uh, Wednesday, Thursday, we're open from one to seven. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 12 to eight. And people go, wow, wow, why are you close so early? So we're one of the latest opened wineries in the state, if not the latest opened winery in the state. And it's also because we're out here farming at six o'clock in the morning, you know, so by eight, <laughs> we're, gotta sleep. we're dragging, man. And we want it. Nothing, I always joke, nothing good happens after nine, after eight o'clock. So, uh, <laughs> I, I say nine. I, yeah, nine o'clock. I tell o'clock. people that, I'm like, there's no good decisions made after yes, nine Exactly, nine man. That's right. So if we can get an hour separated from even that, then we're good. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so come. Uh, reservations are recommended on Saturdays just because we are a small place. We don't want to grow too big. We want to keep it kind of small and intimate. So we can help do that by you know setting up a reservation on a Saturday, which can be done online. Uh, not not required, but recommended yeah. you know on, on in our peak season for sure. But yeah, just come. Uh, we've got lawn chairs, old retro uh, lawn chairs, and find a spot under our massive oak tree, and come meet some new people. Man, yeah. it's a really cool place to just you know meet your neighbors and 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 just you know <laughs> so much negativity in the world. All that's crap. You know, we have far more in common with each other. Amen. You know, and and you see that here. You know, mm-hmm. pe- people from all beliefs, walks of life, uh, philosophies, all smiling, all jamming, and all being reminded that this is life. This yeah. is this is what's real. All yeah. that trash, man. There's 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 a propaganda. There is a yep. There's a negative uh, purpose for that, and we choose not to be a part of it. And yep. uh, this is a good, good community piece where, where we can all come together and, and find that. So we should do, we should do that in Congress. Y'all, I know. Y'all take a couple bottles of wine in and figure it out. That's right. Yeah, totally, man. Jesus. <laughs> Get in a better mood and figure it out. We're gonna meet in Cloudland, actually, guys. We're, right. we're gonna have a meeting in Cloudland. Get a lot more, a lot more done. So. so y'all are on Facebook, Instagram, any other platform? Yeah, website the website's coming? coming up soon. That'll be uh, cloudlandwines.com. I would, we're, it's beautiful. We're excited about it. Uh, Vugler Design Group out of uh, uh, Buford. They're the, they're the same publisher for Swanee Magazine. Do really nice work. Uh, mm. And we're excited to be working with them on, uh, on the site. We should have that up and running by end of August, I would imagine. Okay. We'll be we'll be rocking so keep an eye on that and we'll have our online store uh on that and then our wine club will will launch here uh pretty soon as well that's gonna be a really cool wine club it's not like a hey sign up for three bottles a month it's hey be a part of something you know activities events things of that nature you know so wine certainly be a part of it but we want it to be more experience driven and so keep an eye out for that as well awesome Awesome. Well, I've taken up enough of your time. Um, Thank you, brother. I, I love this, man. So yeah, um, thanks appreciate for your time. It. And um, yeah, if you if you've not come out to this, if you're anywhere in the 
Buford, Flowery Branch, Hall County, Gwinnett, uh, you know, Jackson, anywhere in that, that, that area, um, you have probably been within a half mile of this location <laughs> and not even known it. Yeah. So um, make sure you stop by your street address one more time. Uh, 3796 North Bogan Road. So right, right on the corner of Bogan and Friendship Road. If you know where the Harley-Davidson place is off of 985 right there, we're pretty much right across the yeah. street from that. Yep. Yeah, so. awesome. Cool, thanks, John. Thank you, brother. Have a good one. This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.